Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. That takes care of the current scores, but let's now talk about the event itself and a bit more on golf with Nick O'Hearn. Of course, he's all part of Off the Tee on SEN, and he's also involved in the coverage of this wonderful tournament up there at Royal Queensland. Nick, appreciate your time. Good to be on course. Uh, you do a great job on the on the current tour of Australian golf, but uh, it's great to be on course right there amongst the action. Yeah, yeah, we're right on site this week at Royal Queensland, and um, yeah, we uh, go for a wander every now, every now and then, have a look at the players uh, out on the golf course. So. Nice to be up close and personal. Just in general terms, this is a nice field, isn't it? Of course, we've got the PGA Championship uh, this week, and then we've got the Australian Open. But I was just talking to someone the other day, and they said, oh, who are some of the names that jump off the page for you? Well, I'm a European golf nuffy, but, you know, Moronk of Poland is a very good player. The Hoygaard brothers are very good players. There's a lot of Japanese. There's even a couple of from Spain as well. It's a really good field, along with some wonderful Australians and great West Australians. Yeah, well, we've obviously got the best uh, best Aussies uh, playing this week in Cam Smith, uh, Adam Scott, Minwoo Lee. Uh, who else? We've got Lucas Herbert, you name it. And then as you, those names you mentioned, I mean, they're all potential Ryder Cup players, really. So it's it's one of the strongest fields, you know, we've seen in Australia for quite a long time. And then next week at the Australian Open as well, we've got the women coming down with a lot of major champions there. So, you know, Minji Lee and Hannah Green. So can't wait to... Uh, can't wait for the finale of this week and also into uh, next week down in Melbourne. Yeah, very much so. We're midway through round two and you talk about Scott. We also talk about Leishman. Obviously, a lot of attention on, on Cam Smith. Um, just tell us a bit about the focus and what's it like there. You know, back in Queensland, he's made the move to the Live Tour. Um, still no shortage of love for Cam Smith. Is he the, the hot property? Oh, definitely no shortage. I mean, uh, in the first round yesterday morning, they teed off at 6 o'clock. It was him and Scotty and Ryan Fox, and the crowds were enormous. I mean, there was people everywhere. Actually, if anything, the crowds petered out as the day went on. So they all rose early to watch their favourite Queensland sun. And, I mean, (laughs) when you get given the keys to the city, I guess uh, you must be pretty popular. So... Yeah, definitely no shortage of uh, support for him this week. Yeah, and he does tee off at 9 o'clock Perth time, 11 o'clock your time, uh, after cutting a 68, uh, a three-under round. How did he hit them? How did uh, a couple of, especially from yesterday, those ones that we're looking forward to seeing go out uh, this afternoon? uh, uh, Did the stars shine for the best part? Oh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, he got off to a bit of a slow start, Cameron. Maybe it was a bit of jet lag or whatever coming in. But uh, plus, you know, I think he said he woke up at 2.45 for his 6 a.m. tea time. So that's an early uh, wake-up call, that's for sure. But uh, he came home strong. You know, he birdied three of his last four holes to shoot that, uh, that that 68. But Adam Scott was the reverse. He got off to a flyer and uh, and sort of finished where struggled a bit in the middle, I guess, with a couple of bogeys, but ended up shooting a five under 66 yesterday. And, I'm, you know, those guys, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing them light it up today. Same with Minwoo Lee. I mean, he's, uh, you know, just an absolute star in the making, that young man. Yeah, no doubt. And as we mentioned, uh, that Jason Scrivener also had a wonderful day yesterday, a round of 65. We spoke to him on the show leading into the tournament. And, uh, you know, he, he hasn't had the best of finishes. I think I think Portugal might have been a slight sort of um, improvement for him. So he looks like he's continuing on the, on the upside of it. I'm interested to know that it's a $2 million tournament and the Australian Open next week's a $1.7 million tournament. I, I, I can't get my head around that for some reason. I always thought the Australian Open was the one that a golfer would want to win and that would be attracting the bigger purse. 
That is a good question and one I don't know the answer to, to be honest. But I think it has something to do with uh, the fact that the uh, women are playing the Australian Open at the same time. So, so if you actually look at the purse, the women are playing the same as the men. So it's a $3.4 million tournament if you look at it in those terms. So it is a bigger in in total prize money, but individually, yeah, it's a little bit different. But I think at this level, you know, whether it's $2 million, one and a half, two and a half million, three and a half, whatever, I think, you know, they're really just playing for the titles anyway. The money um, obviously is going to help some of the lesser-known players, but for these top players, it's really all about hoisting the trophy at the end of the week. Speaking of some of the lesser-known players, I keep an eye on a lot of the Australians, none more so than yourself, of course, in regards to keeping an eye on the talent pool. What is the talent pool like at that youth level? I mean, we we have a number of West Australians that we follow, Hayden Hopewell, um, Braden Becker had a good year, a breakout year last year. And just tell us a bit about some of the other golfers, not just West Australians, but other golfers, young Australians who are trying to make their mark uh, or wait, first and foremost in Australia and then on the bigger tours. Yeah, I mean, the, the amateur programs obviously in Australia are, are second to none really with the high performance programs that they've instituted. There's a couple of young young players, especially uh, from New South Wales, Harrison Crow, who recently won the Pan Pacific Amateur Championship. He also won the New South Wales Open last year as an amateur, uh, beating all the pros. So he's really one to look out for, and he's just got an invite for the Masters and the British Open next year because of winning that Pan Pacific Amateur. And then the other one I really think is a standout and kind of reminds me a bit of Cam Smith in a way is uh, Jeffrey Wan, who um, Mm -hmm. uh, he's been doing really well on the amateur scene, travelling all over the world. He actually won the Players uh, Championship in the US, the the junior version, which Cam Smith won the senior version, obviously, last year. So from all reports, you know, Ewan Porter does a lot of the coverage. He has massive raps on this, uh, on on young Jeffrey. So uh, look out for those two names for sure. Well, uh, yourself and I, and maybe throwing Greg Chalmers, three of the great left-handed golfers out of Western Australia. Uh, <laughs> Nick, are there any good lefties coming through on the on Australian ranks or world ranks that you keep an eye out? And you know, the left-handers club. Are, are you you know have any one sort of uh, new members that you should be a part of it? Oh, I'm always looking out for these lefties. I mean, there's Elvis Smiley, you know, obviously yes. the, uh, the son of Liz and Peter Smiley, the tennis players. He's, uh, you know, tall, lean, very much like uh, yourself there, Tim, with a beautiful <laughs> golf swing. So. Not so lean nowadays, <laughs> Nick. Thank you very much. I'll take uh, yeah. it as a compliment. <laughs> Me either, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> no, he's uh, he, he's got a bright future ahead of him, that's for sure. And it's, he's just sort of taken a bit of a backward step after getting, you know, having a really good first year out here in Australia. But uh, he'll find his feet again and get going. Another... Young player, Zinio Garcia, we're seeing quite a lot of him at the moment as well, an outstanding young player. But uh, the other guy, I mean, who's making a massive resurgence as a lefty is Richard Green. He's he's at the other end of the spectrum. He's, uh, you know, winning the Australian PGA Seniors Championship. He won the New South Wales Senior. And I believe over in the US, he just won the first stage of Champions Tour qualifying by 12 strokes. So wow. he's just killing it at the moment. And uh, if he can get through that final stage in the US over there, look out for Richard. He'll be lefty on the screen every week. Of course, you're a proud West Australian, but you now reside in Melbourne. How much golf do you play and how, how often do you get onto the sandbelt? Ooh, I get on the sandbelt a fair bit, but I'm, I'm mostly you know doing corporate golf or uh, the odd playing lesson, thing like that. So I'm not really putting any cards in myself. I'm helping other people, funnily mm-hmm. enough. So I've got a tournament to play in a couple of weeks, the Cathedral Invitational, which is the two days after the Aussie Open. So... I'm going into it cold. I haven't practiced, haven't hit balls in, well, especially these two weeks, because I'm doing all the TV commentary. So maybe I can hold some putts, and we'll see how we go. <laughs> Do you have any any ambition to get onto a seniors tour anywhere? 
No, not really. I mean, I'm I'm exempt in Europe, and I may next year go and play a couple of events like the Senior Open, just to sort of you know rekindle some old competitive juices and maybe make a holiday out of it. But no, I'm, I'm happy being back here in Australia now. And the, the reason I stopped playing a few years ago was because I didn't want to travel anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess in this game, if you want to go play, you got to travel. So I'm I'm happy being home and helping other golfers now. Yeah, very much so. Nico Hearn, our guest, of course, part of the the Fox coverage, the Australian PGA Championship up there. Uh, in Queensland, of course, and then next week, the Australian Open. So we're midway through round two. And, you know, as I mentioned, the early scorers, uh, we've got some players that we like to see up the top of the leaderboard. And I talk of Scrivener and Minwoo Lee, and we've got the stars who go out this afternoon. If you were to predict and if you stick, stick your head out the window, what are you expecting in regards to conditions this afternoon? And who do you see winning this tournament come uh, Sunday afternoon? Oh, crystal ball time. Yeah, yeah it's sorry. going to be a warmer day today and a little bit of breeze, but, uh, you know, the heat's going to play a little bit of a factor because it's going to be up into the early 30s, I believe, this uh, the next few days. And we're going to get a lot of wind on Sunday, I've heard. So that'll make it very tricky. I mean, it's Scribner, he, he really picked apart the golf course uh, yesterday and, and is doing well today so mm. far. And uh, he, um, you know, he's playing a bit like a chess match out there at the moment. So, so keep an eye on him. But Minwoo Lee, I mean, last year he finished tied for fourth. Didn't hold apart, so he's he's the real danger one to to look out for. So it's great we've got two West Aussies up there, that's for sure. And I mean the the, the cut's going to be maybe one or two under, I'd say at this stage because uh, it's uh, there's a lot of good players out there, and if you shoot part these days, unfortunately it doesn't take him very far. Yeah, people have voted with their feet too, haven't they? I mean we talk about Leishman and and. Um... And Cam Smith being on the live tour and, you know, all better rock the boat for a brief time. And there are some who have opinions of it and some are anti-Greg Norman and Rory McIlroy's been the big mouthpiece for the non-live players. Um, it doesn't seem as though the Australians have really cared one iota. They want to see Cam Smith and Mark Leishman up close and personal. Yeah, they just want to see the best, you know, Aussie players in person. And, and it's great that they've come back down to play all these events. I mean, and Wade Ormsby is another one there. And mm. Jed Morgan, obviously, he's defending champion. They've all played on this Live Golf Tour, and look, there are so many dividing opinions about it, but at the end of the day, if they come back and play here and uh, and the crowds get to see them up close in person, as when I saw Min Woo the other day hit a drive and I just shuddered just at the sound <laughs> it made off the club head, I'm thinking, why that. doesn't my ball sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw know, that post, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so impressive to watch these young players these days, and, and it's great that they're inspiring the next generation. Uh, last one for you in regards to Min Woo Lee. Do you think Min Woo has stepped out of Min G or do you think Min G has stepped out of Min Woo's shadow? Uh, Min Woo <laughs> hates being referred to as the younger brother of Min G and I think Min G likes to stand on her own two feet as well. But wow, what a golfing family. Oh, it's pretty incredible, isn't it? A bit like the Hoygaard brothers in that <laughs> sense. But in this case, you've got the brother-sister the brother relationship. So, you know, I think... Um, there's obviously a bit of competitive fire between uh, between the siblings, but yeah, Min Woo and Min Min Ji, they're, they're two completely different players. Funnily enough, I mean Min Ji so rock solid, rock solid and steady, and, and Min Woo loves to attack and, and take golf courses on. So I'm sure, I'm sure they'll uh, you know both continue doing great things. And Min Ji's obviously now a major champion, and that's probably. Uh, you know, lit, lit a fire up uh, Min Woo as well to, to to grab one of his own. No doubt about that. So, what time will we see on the telly today, Nick? I mean, I know you're the when you when you're a, when you're a presenter and an expert, you sort of just rock up and get told what time you're on. But do you know the broadcast <laughs> times that we can see and and watch today? Oh yeah, no, I'm on the course. Uh, you know, a couple of hours or a few hours before the coverage, to be honest. But uh, it's going to be eleven o'clock uh, Brisbane time, which would be what's that twelve yeah, not, o'clock uh, yeah. Australian Eastern data time? So yeah, nine uh, o'clock our time. 
9 o'clock your time. Yeah, and we'll be out there for about five hours coverage. Great stuff. Uh, loving the coverage, mate. Good to chat again. And uh, and we also like to hear you on Off the Tee on SEN. Looking forward to the stars stepping out. And if anyone wants to know the scores, get on to pga.org.au. Or better still, watch or listen to SEN for the year uh, constant score updates. Appreciate your time and good to chat. And, uh, and enjoy Christmas. And I look forward to seeing you out on the course somewhere. Yes, it'd be nice to have a game with a fellow lefty. Enjoy, thanks. <laughs> Good on you, Nico Hearn, one of the nice guys of Australian sport, not just golf. And you can see him as part of the coverage on Fox of the PGA Championship up there at Royal Queensland. We'll give you a score update next. This is Scotty Ingalls. Good morning.